Welcome to the Tax Sell Podcast, where tax sell investing is made easy. My name is Casey Denman. I'm a tax sell veteran. I'm the leading tax sell expert. I am the author of the Tax Sell Playbook, founder of the Tax Sell Academy, and I am your host right here on the Tax Sell Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast episode. This is a completely free podcast and is brought to you through and because of the Tax Sell Academy. If you're looking to learn more about investing in tax defaulted real estate, just head on over to TaxSellAcademy.com. Again, that's TaxSellAcademy.com. Now, today I want to discuss a few of the ways that you, as a tax sell investor, can save money. Now, before we go into all these specifics, I really want you to understand that while I'm all for running very efficiently and saving money when you can, I'm not all about being cheap at all costs, right? I think we all know that one person who's willing to drive 30 minutes to the cheapest gas station in town just so they can save two cents on a gallon of gasoline, right? Even though they spent much more than that trying to get there in the first place, just doesn't make sense. I do not believe in trying to be cheap at all costs, okay? There's plenty of cases in this business where it will take money to make money. In many scenarios, it's not so much about being as cheap as possible, but it's learning how to be as efficient as possible, which will also, of course, contribute to you saving a substantial amount of money and avoiding unnecessary expenses. So let's go over just a few of the different ideas on how you can save money as a tax sale investor. Now, some of these won't work for everybody in every single situation, so keep that in mind. The first one is to research previous auction results. Far too many people get involved in this business out of excitement, and then they act solely on that excitement. What happens is this usually leads to them wasting time and wasting money attending auctions or sales in areas where it just isn't worthwhile for them. I highly suggest that you take the time to research the previous auction results in any areas that you're thinking about investing in. It's very easy to get these results, and while the future might not mimic these results exactly, it'll certainly give you a strong indication of how that market is in that area and if it's going to be worthwhile for you based on your specific investment objectives. Now, taking the time to research these previous auction results can really save you money directly by avoiding unnecessary travel expenses and time off of work. Not to mention the indirect savings it can help you with as you don't waste your time researching properties needlessly and as you might miss out on other opportunities. The next one is to hire scouts when necessary. That's right, spend money. And in turn, it'll allow you to save some money. It's easy to view something online and just assume what you see online is fact, right? And it seems that our desire to believe what we see online becomes stronger and stronger the farther away the property is from us, right? If we see something online and the property's right next door, we're probably going to walk out our front door and look at what we see online to verify it. But the farther away that property is, the more we kind of just trust and go with what we see online. Guess what? This means that we'll buy properties we probably shouldn't be buying and we will make costly mistakes. Or the flip side is where we'll actually spend hundreds or thousands of dollars performing drive-bys of properties that we don't end up ever buying. The solution is simple. It's to hire a local scout. Now, I've done videos on this before, but you're basically using somebody that is local to drive by the properties and do all the other tasks that will require a local presence for you. 
which can be done for as little as five bucks, depending on what you want them to do, right? Spend a little to save a lot more. The next one is to negotiate better selling terms when you're selling that property. Most standard real estate contracts will require that the seller pay for certain things. So if you look at the standard contract created by the Association of Realtors or your local bar association, they're going to have a whole list of expenses that the seller is expected to pay for. And depending on the state, they could include clearing the title, title insurance, doc stamps, transfer fees, recording fees, attorney, title company fees, and a big one, the prorated taxes. Here's one that a lot of people don't understand. Everything in real estate is negotiable. Everything. Instead of selling with all the traditional selling expenses, price your property slightly below the market and make the buyer responsible for all of those fees that are involved. This is what many corporations, including banks, do. They will force the buyer to pay the closing costs if they want that property. Now, again, you're going to price it slightly below market value. But the hope, of course, is that you will still have saved money by not paying those closing costs when everything's all added up. And on top of that, why not sell the property subject to the taxes? Instead of prorating the taxes down to the day of closing, have the buyer pay for the entire year's worth of taxes. Again, price it correctly, and of course, disclose it to your buyer and then press forward. This can easily save you tens of thousands of dollars over the course of a year or two. Another great way to save money is dealing with title searches. Now, we won't get into the specifics on today's podcast, but depending on the specifics of your state laws, a title search could be a very prudent way to make sure everything is good to go in the chain of title before you purchase that property at a tax sale. Many new investors have the belief that only an attorney or a title company is capable of providing these title searches. Unfortunately, this leads to a number of new investors ordering and paying for title searches at the tune of $50, $100, or even up to $300 a pop. Then the auction comes around, and the properties that they paid for title searches on get pulled from the auction, or they just sell for too much money. If you had, say, 10 properties that you ran title searches on at $300 a pop, that's $3,000 you just wasted. Instead, learn to do the searches yourself. A title search is simply a search of public records, something you can do if you take the time to learn, and it will certainly save you money if you have that skill. Another way to save money is to prepare documents yourself. Now, obviously, you need to learn what you're doing here, but you can save a significant amount of money handling everything yourself. Contracts? Yep, absolutely. You can write your own contracts. But what about the selling side of stuff? Don't you need an attorney or a title company to close everything for you? Of course not. If you can't get the buyer to cover the expenses of having that third party do it for you, you can always prepare everything yourself if the buyer agrees, of course. Now, typically, it's going to be without title insurance and using a quick claim deed and that kind of stuff. But this means you can prepare and record that deed yourself, which will likely save you hundreds of dollars per transaction. Another one is to avoid suit to quiet titles and tax foreclosure certifications. These are going to be used to clear the title for tax defaulted real estate and can run well into the thousands depending on who does them for you and what parts of the country you're investing in. 
Now, if your margin has room to cover these expenses and you can still make quite a bit of money and you're selling at market value where title insurance and warranty deeds are expected, that's fantastic. Go ahead, use those services. Ignore this next suggestion. If you don't want to do that, what you could do is approach the former owners directly and have them sign the quick claim deeds to help cure that title, which will hopefully satisfy the title insurance company. Obviously, it's going to be smart to check with them. That might be one way around the suit to quiet title or the tax foreclosure certification. Or you could just skip the curing process entirely. Simply price your property below market value, sell it using a quick claim deed, and let the buyer handle any title issues moving forward. Many buyers will deal with those title issues in exchange for a property that is priced to reflect this. And not only can this save a substantial amount of money for you, it can also save you quite a bit of time because a tax foreclosure certification or a suit to quiet title is going to take weeks on the short end and months or maybe up to a year depending on your court system and how quickly they go through stuff. Now, another suggestion is to sell the properties yourself and save commissions. Now, I absolutely think that there's a right time to use realtors and to pay those commissions. In the right situation, actually paying the commission can net you more money in the long run depending on the realtor you use and the type of property and that kind of stuff. But there are also plenty of circumstances where it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense provided you take the time to learn a little bit about marketing, especially digital marketing, and you're able to sell those properties yourself. This will save you thousands and thousands of dollars. Now, a couple of final ones here. How about working to save money on income taxes? Many new investors overlook what is the most expensive part of running a profitable business for many investors, and that is your income taxes. When you look at your bottom line at the end of the year, your taxes will probably take out the biggest chunk of your earnings. This is something that needs to be on your mind from day number one. You should be working to minimize those taxes as much as possible. I highly, highly recommend working with a knowledgeable CPA and bookkeeper to make sure that you're doing everything possible to reduce your tax liability. And while you might not realize it on a per property basis, you will certainly realize it when it's time to write that large check to Uncle Sam for his portion of your deals. At the risk of providing you with advice that only a CPA should give, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you that the difference between having a plan to deal with your income taxes and not having one will mean thousands, tens of thousands, or potentially hundreds of thousands of dollars that you're wasting unnecessarily over the course of your career. The next one is to streamline your operation and watch your time. If you're to log your daily time, you probably know there's a significant portion of time that could be classified as wasted. Now, I'm not one to judge what you consider wasted and what I consider wasted, right? If reading gossip magazines is going to be your way to relax, then maybe it's not wasted time for you. When it comes to tax on investing, however, there are plenty of ways to waste time. Much of it will be a combination between little inefficiencies and seemingly minor time traps. Develop systems and work towards efficiency in every single aspect of your business. Now, I did a training video on this recently, and I highly recommend you take the time to review it. Learning to be efficient and developing a process or a system for every single aspect of your tax sale business is such an extremely important skill that you must master. 
Focus on efficiency and processes from day one. If you can learn this up front, if you can learn how to be efficient, you will save hours and hours of time and you will undoubtedly save money and also you'll make quite a bit more money as well. There are a number of different other ways you can save money as an investor as you start, build, and expand your business. Be aware the expenses required to run that business and the ones that are also there but not necessary. If you can remove the expenses that are not necessary and continue to refine your business's expenses continually, you'll stand to make tens or even hundreds of thousands of dollars more over the course of your career. I truly hope that this episode has helped you when it comes to starting or growing your tax sale business. Listen, we are so thankful that you take the time to listen to our podcast, and we truly hope that you enjoy it and find it very, very valuable. If so, please consider leaving us some positive feedback on whatever podcasting platform you listen to us on. If we can help in any way, there are a number of links in today's show notes. We'd love to be able to help you with learning about this incredible business, and we'd love to share your tax sell success story in the future. To get started, just head on over to taxcellacademy.com. Again, that's taxcellacademy.com. Take care and make it a successful day.